This is To The Point. A Rhino Experience. Voted one of the top home services marketing and operations podcasts. Cutting through the bullshit and getting to the point. What is up to the point listeners? It's your boy, Chris, with another amazing episode coming up with the return guest, old friend, Mr. Mike Aguilero. Mike A in the house. What's up, baby? What's happening? I'm super excited to be here, man. Dude, the only difference is, is that I can't introduce you the same way as I did last time because CEO Warrior is not where you're at today. What is yeah. going on now? CEO of Food Dog Group. What in the hell is going on, Mike A? Give it to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys, most people that are in my world know that I grew a service company to 32 million, double digit profit, 165 trucks, 200 people. But I knew that I ascended out of that. And that's what brought me to CEO Warrior. Just like you are so passionate about the service industry, what you do, I was so tired around getting around. Uh, friends and having to dim myself because I'm telling them how cool my company's doing and they're telling me how broke ass they are. Right. That's really what dove me into creating CEO Warrior was I wanted to shift and change an industry. And, and I'd like to think today, eight years later, being one of the top training and implementation organizations out there, I believe I made an impact. Yeah. But before I tell you about what I'm doing today with Food Dog, let me just explain to people like, here's my deal. And I know, Chris, you've went through this. If you're still doing the same thing you're doing two decades or three decades later, I got news for everybody. You're not growing. You're not. Because a natural pattern in human behavior is that when you do something for a period of time, you should start to expand out of that and be evolving to a bigger thing, which took me through CEO Warrior. I mean, I was changing lives. I mean, in the last... 15 months, probably a lot of your friends and mine, 20 companies have sold. I think almost 80% of them, they all became decamillionaires. Not that they're, look, they're not sending me fucking fruit baskets or nothing, (laughs) right? And God, if they give you public, I'm sure you could relate. God, if they go in the public and give you a little bit of credit, you know, for changing the next 10 generations of their (laughs) family's life. But that's okay. I wasn't doing it for recognition. I was doing it to change the industry. But as I was changing it, I was evolving and looking at this world, Chris, this, this pandemic and stuff. And I knew I was always built to play a part in changing the world. And even though I was changing service guys, I was watching them grow their companies and get divorced. Watching them grow their companies and die, watching them grow their companies and lose lose impact with their children. And for me, what good was it to grow a company if I couldn't teach them and close the loop on the circle? Like, look, I'm with my beautiful wife, Jennifer, since we're 15 years old, and I'm level 51 right now. (laughs) Never say, never say, 51 years old, because that sounds like there's a shovel someday. Like I'm level 51. I am faster, stronger, quicker, smarter, more intense than I've ever been. And, and when I look back and say, man, I've been in a relationship over three decades, I've been training in martial arts over three decades. I've been building business over three decades, a few tattoos, helping people (laughs) over three decades. What good is it? If me and you are helping people grow their business, but the rest of their life, the fucking wheels are flying off. Right. Right. Well, and I, first off, I love, I mean, if you remember, um, 
whenever I had came to my first CEO Warrior event and spoke, I God, I can't, I think I'm, I think this might have yeah. been 2019, 18, somewhere, maybe 2018, anywhere, yeah. somewhere in there. Um, what attracted me to it was just the energy of it all, one. But then the thought behind the business in it, not, not meaning not just business. It was, you have such this mind growth, um, you know, uh, power that I feel was legit. And, um, you know, cause I've been to so many of these things over the years and it's like the same shit over and over spoken in a different way. And there's not a whole lot of interesting things to, I I will say this. I mean, I, I still share this story. I remember going and it was like December yet. You still have my ass out in that cold ass, New Jersey air at midnight in the, in my draws dipping into a pool and polar plunging with a bunch of guys. And I never felt so alive in that moment. We're like, Holy shit. I was, I wasn't even in my, I wasn't, I had to borrow somebody else's swim trunks. I didn't even have any, but, but damn it. I was doing it. And, 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 and you know what, Chris, like, um, that's, that's when, you know, and, and I hope you felt it that way, this way. And, and if not, God, call it out here. But like anybody that ever visited our building, I know there's a lot of new people trying to help it, the industry, right. but when you came or another vendor partner, or anybody, I wanted you to feel like you weren't going to an event. I wanted you to feel like you were coming home, yeah. that, that yeah. you were in a world where you were going to be respected, where you're going to be understood. We knew that Look, after. So I did a deal. Uh, an acquisition in 2020 with CEO Warrior. And for anybody listening, if you don't know, the the reason is because I had a choice. You know, I could keep just changing that industry or I could change the world. And we partnered with a really great company called Corridor Capital. I'm still a shareholder. I'm still on the board. But if I go back and give everybody the secret sauce right now, and I know everybody in the world there, 10X, you hear this thing, right? 10X this, 10X that. I think it's a great concept. Let me share what no one's telling you about the concept. In order to 10X anything, anything, you want to 10X your relationships, your business, your wealth, you got to 20X yourself. You have to 20X yourself. And people don't understand this. So they say, Mike, okay. And there's a lot of people listening that probably grew good companies too. Everything I did was make the human better. Everything else will follow. That's it. Make them better. And, and how do you make people better? Well, first off, I bet you know friends and shit in the service industry. How many people today are suffering with guilt, shame, trauma, anxiety, depression? Well, you know, if you don't help those things, it's pretty tough in the world of business for people to convert more, serve customers better. How can you serve customers today at the highest level? If you're not even good with yourself yeah. and I watch these people, oh, I'm going to teach you how to sell stuff. I'm going to teach you how to sell. And I go, okay, that's good. How about we do the number one sales thing that has to happen before anything. I teach you how to sell yourself on you, yeah, that's on good. who you are. Yeah. You know, I do to see, and this is what I love about it because when I'm, when I was sharing the whole thing about the polar plunge, it literally had nothing to do with the event itself like could somebody else i've done a polar plunge before i'm from indiana like you cut i you cut a hole in the ice and you jump in the lake it's not that big of a deal but it's not about that it's actually it's 100 mental it's just a it's a challenge i had to work through of 
you can't, you, you did it, you accomplishment. You're thinking about it the whole time. Like, Oh my God, yeah. it is middle. Of, it is literally midnight. Like midnight. Yeah. We did that. And I don't even know it was in the teens and I got in this pool. And then, then when I got out of it, I mean, just, I can still remember the guys I was with. And coming out of that water, you just feel like a different human being. Like you just mentally yeah. accomplished. And I love the kind of mental challenges like that. So to me, it wasn't even so, it, it, it was that I had the opportunity to do it through that event and it was unique. So I loved that piece of it. But you're right. What I also loved about it is, you know, in the service industry, having, you know, you've been in, you know, so many people and you and I know a lot of the same people, but there's so many yeah. people who are just good human beings um, in the, in the trades yeah. tons. And I love the, yeah. I love the camaraderie of it all. And I love the friendships I yeah. developed of it all. And I worked with, you know, like some of the biggest players in the, in the space and some small players in the space. And I, and I care about them all one and the same, but I will say this, the thing I think it's always drawn me to you, Mike A is, is the, is this mental, because I know you don't say mindset, you talk about yeah. mind growth and you're always so intentional about that, but also the real life shit behind it. And that is you, your family, all the things that come along with the business, yeah. you bring it with you. You don't just leave one or the other. It has to come together. And I think that's what I've always appreciated kind of yeah. about you and, and how you roll in the industry. Yeah. Look, if you look at a life wheel, which a lot of people know a life wheel, right? You have like business, your spiritual belief, your relationships, your, your community, your health, your wealth, you look at all this. And then you look at the world in general in business. And I bet most people listening to this, they're spending 80% of their time in the business side, trying to figure that all out. Here's what I learned. When I look back in time, Chris, and I say, okay, why was I able to do things? Because I spent more time in the nine tenths than the one tenth. Because, and let me make my point for everybody listening here. For all of you that are like, I love when people tell me to go, Ah, nah, my, my, me and my wife, we're good. I said, the fact you use the word good means it's already dying. You haven't realized it yet. Like I can listen right through the, the language of what they're saying. But if anybody on here, think about when you're fighting with your partner, wife, husband, whatever, you give a shit about your business. Nope. nope. When you had a health issue, if you went through and, and I had COVID, I got, man, I got, I was fist fighting with this thing. Like when I got it, I had no anger to it. I had no, no worries about it. I just said, come on, baby, let's, let's, let's roll with this. And it did. It gave me eight days of fever. I mean, we were like in the <laughs> octagon. I felt like I was in there with Mike Tyson fighting that bitch. <laughs> but when, when you're sick, you think about your business. No, no, you don't. So if you look at the nine tenths of the wheel and you fix all those things and get dialed in, what I say is to supersize anything, you have to superhuman yourself. You got to optimize yourself. And people on here are like, oh, I, you know, I eat good and I do this. I said, look, you got to step outside yourself and look at it from over here. Look at it from an outside perspective. And, and it's the same thing. This industry, I love this industry. And at the same time, people get me so cranked up in this industry. When I hear people go, oh, it's hard to hire people. I'm like, no, you suck. <laughs> not you suck at hiring. You're not a human that has earned the right to attract people. And look, there's people that listen to this that built bigger things than I did. There ain't nobody in this world that would want me to step back in the service, which I'm allowed to, by the way. I'm allowed to. <laughs> Put that out there. Nobody wants me to step into any state in this globe and say, 
here I am again, because one, I don't care if you're 50 or 100 million, you're going to be scrapping with a scrapper quickly. And the point is, a lot of these people, I love the small, the small people. I love them. Yeah. They're scrappy. I used to tell them this, Chris, I used to say, you know what, one day, all the founders of a certain organization woke up, a bunch of them in New Jersey and said, oh, shit. Where'd that dude come from? I said, I was like a stealth bomber. While you were stroking your own ego, you couldn't see me because you were so busy about yourself sitting there looking at yourself in the mirror. I was training for combat here. And then one day they go, oh, shit. Now he's here. Now he's here. And I, I pride myself. And whoever's listening, if you don't know me, look. I, I live a humble life. I'm a humble guy. I'm an intense guy. My wife says you're like a purple unicorn. Like we we never seen one before, but but we know they exist, right? <laughs> what I want to tell you is you could be in this industry without being one of those people. You don't have to run around and shove stuff in people's face. Like, yeah. and those people, and I know you got a lot of small, uh, small companies that probably listen to. Mm-hmm. Like I remember oh, yeah. one time, Chris. I went to a big meeting. I won't say the name of the organization. I walked up to this guy. It was a little breakfast uh, table thing, you know, sit down. I, oh, you're standing up. And I was like, hey, nice to meet you. Tell me about your company. He's like, I run 50 trucks. And he's like, what about you? I was like, oh, I just bought my second used van, man. We are working so hard. And he went, oh, that's good. It was nice to meet you. And he walked away. And I was like, I was like, Oh my God. So disrespectful. Later, I found out like 48 of his 50 trucks never moved. His people hated him. They all quit. His reputation was shit. He broke off his ass. His wife left him. You, you know, later I learned the truth, but I said, as I grow in this industry, I'm not going to be one of those people. If you're a guy with one truck, I love you. If you're a guy with 50 trucks, I love you too. And, and I know everybody wants to say we're all for the industry together. But Chris, come on, yeah. behind closed doors, we know the truth. You're not all for it. You don't all care. I do. You call me up. You Facebook message me. If I get up to take a leak at 2.30 in the morning, I look and there's a service industry, anybody. I don't care. Someone I don't know. And they're saying I'm bleeding. I'm like, OK, what do we got to do here? I'm not saying you got a credit card. I'm like, what do, what do we got to do? How do I help you survive right now? That's what it's like to really care about this industry. Yeah, that's good. And, and, um, and, and I can attest to that too. I mean, you and I've had some decent conversations too, but it's, I love whenever I see a, a, you know, I'll be sitting in a meeting or something and I see it says on my phone, it'll pop up and it'll say, Mike, it'll have your, your name on it. And then I have to, I probably lose the next 10 minutes of whatever they're talking about in that meeting, trying to figure out what, Oh, what's Mike coming to me with what's going on. I'm always interested to hear it, but I also understand your heart and like, and how you feel about this industry and that kind of passion. So um, and, and I can, I mean, I'm very much the same, the same way I'm, I'm having these conversations right now with even my own, own staff as we've grown. I mean, geez, from, even from whenever you, you know, you and I were on here last, which by the way, for the listeners, that was episode 19 when we did proven, proven secrets to five X growth in five months or less or something along those lines. Anyway, it was episode 19, somewhere around there. It sounds like, that sounds like something that you would, you would do, but yeah. Um, even, even having conversations with my employees, it's, I'm trying to dig in and let them know 
you know, that I care as we've grown because I have to be more intentional with my time and not just assume that they know these things. I have to, you know, lead, you know, by action too. So, but this has kind of been you and who you've been. And I just, what, another thing that I love about it is you always have pulled like Jennifer and, you know, and, and your son and your daughter and like into this stuff. So it's like, yeah. it's a, it's like a full circle thing for you. It's family, you know, like my kids want nothing to do with what I'm doing now. My oldest daughter is yeah. 22 and she's on our call listing and reporting team. And that's just so she can cover the apartment that I pay for, for while she finishes up college. It's not a, she doesn't want to walk in and she doesn't want to do this. And, I, and that's okay with me. It doesn't hurt my feelings. So I don't get to bring my family with it like that, but my wife is our COO, you know, so we're doing these things together, but I yeah, always kind of love that passion that you've brought in. And, and something I want our listeners to know too, because you'll for sure have a few thousands of your closest friends listening to this. Um, just to understand, because you, you know, you kind of, you know, and, and I, you kind of blew past like gold medal and all the, like the major accomplishments it had and like the great exit it had. And I would say even like kicked off, I think a lot of some of these great, um, you know, um, um, you know, the, the different, I guess, uh, like multiples that we've seen and the great transactions that we've seen oh. and all these things. And it's like, you know, and, and yeah. I, and I kind of picture, I picture this, if I remember you had like this ugly ass blue van that had like a fucking hole in the side of it or some shit, or like, I can't remember what, there was a picture I remember seeing of you in this van. Maybe it was, I think it might've been, oh man. You Probably know, an old brown van brown, with me and my partner is. next to it. And um, yeah, look, uh, I think the people with the listeners want to know is, you know, especially if they're in the position is what what changes in a human to go from struggling every day to becoming successful? Yeah. And that's where I, and wanted- I know a lot of when you're in these Facebook groups, Chris, yeah. everybody wants to tell you like, oh, well, it's it's just marketing and it's just sales. And like like they don't know because they they most of them didn't go the journey long enough. So they don't know all the traps. Yeah. Those that went the journey and they were bigger than me, they forgot all the stuff they really had to do, you know? And, and when you go back in time and, and you look at that company that we built, which I look, when we exited, okay, first off, when we built Gold Medal Service, there was, man, if there was a handful of people doing plumbing, heating, cooling, electric, drink, there was maybe a handful of trade companies that were doing multiple trades. I believe we played a part teaching that. The the second thing was that out there when we did sell, I mean, we signed our name and walked away the next day. Right. Not too many people did that. Now, some people don't want to do it because they want two and three bites of the apple. That's good when, when you're not evolving as a human, you stay on and you try to evolve your bank account. That's perfectly fine. When you evolve as a human, and our multiple back then in 2017, we were like the cat's meow right. today. <laughs> Forget it. Are you kidding me? The multiples today, 22. Come on. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. Those, those people that sold that are listening to this. Congratulations. Those of you that didn't, you just missed one of the greatest times in, you may not see this in another four decades. Those people that live through the Lennox days and all those acquisitions back then. that was it's a 20 plus year cycle so those of you that missed it well you got you got 20 years if you're going to make to it think about not it. that there's not a deal but <laughs> yeah it's been incredible um i mean it, and like i said you did it and you did it with gold medal 
you yeah. you built CEO Warrior, you did it again. I mean, except yeah. for it's a little different. You and Rob, like you and Rob made the exit, but in this one, you you still are on the board and things like that. So, yeah. um, for CEO Warrior, but were there certain things like for our listeners? Because we do have a we do have a wide variety of listeners from like well, you know, certainly we have from private equity listening yeah. all the way down through guys who's just you know just starting off technicians split off doing his own thing to technicians listening or sales guys listening. So it's kind of a big variety of things. But yeah. um, what is there like some of the same hurdles that you ran into, whether it be gold medal or CEO warrior, or um, was there something that you, Hey, you know, these guys are going to run into this and this is yeah. how you work through it. You know what I'm talking about? Like, is there some consistency yeah. in some of those hurdles that you've seen time and time again? Look, every, every hurdle, and, and this might sound all metaphoric and like Kung Fu on the fucking mountain and stuff, but it, it, the hurdles you're going to run through are the hurdles inside of you. Listen, this game, all games, everyone's playing is a human behavior game, period. Okay. And if you don't understand yourself, well, you get caught in the trap of emotion. Like for me, when I sold gold medal, I didn't have to sell it. I knew that I was evolving, but I didn't have to sell it. I love those people that work for me. You kidding me? When I'm sure you get it too, because I watch all the big stuff you're doing. Actually, I'm, I'm wondering why you're not texting me private invites and shit, but <laughs> I, I, I watch it. When you get up in front of 200 people that you know you are fighting for their livelihood and you got ACDC playing and guys banging on the wall and banging their chest, there's nothing like that. So the one thing everybody's got to know is, is you don't sell, don't sell out of pain and hate. You should sell because you love it so much that you know it's time for someone to take it further. I knew with CEO Warrior, I loved it. I love the people. I love the walking fire, breaking shit on your net. I love all that stuff that we built. I mean, it was, I don't know anybody that puts on a training like we put on there. But I knew I was evolving. Did I need to bring on a partner? No, I could have kept it small. I could have kept, but who, who am I looking out for then? Me? I would be looking out for me. I wanted it to go bigger. And you got to know there's a point, right? You brought on a partner. There's a point where you know your skill set can only take you so far where you need additional skill sets. That's what I did. And now I entered the new world to do the same thing. For those of you that are listening, and, and I'll say this cautiously because I'm not doing it in this space. Um, but I am a believer on this. Like I have uh, an investing company now, Chris, where we invest and take equity in companies to help them grow to exit three to five years outside of the service industry. I am not in the service industry, okay. not because I don't love it, because I have some restrictions and I don't want any uh, any difficulties there. Sure. But if you guys look at it and you're a company struggling, you you only have three avenues. Like Avenue One, you partner with someone you could trust that has skill sets you don't have. Most people partner with someone and they're like, oh, they're just like me. Well, that's probably going to die. But but find a partner that really cares. Number, number two is you have to learn this stuff. If you don't know how to do it, well, how fast do you want to move? And if you're 40 or 50 years old, do you want to spend the next two decades trying to figure it out? So, so go get the education. And I don't care if you go to CEO or any of the great people. But you have to get the the education, right? Number three, well, you just decide this isn't the game for you. But most people, Chris, that get out of the game of the company because they can't stand it, they're going to suck at the next thing they do. <laughs> what do you think? You're going to be 
like you're going to dislike this, but then you're going to go into the thing you really love. And, and like, you're going to have that all figured out because in the end, if you didn't know how to do the process, the systems, the marketing, then, then you're going to get stuck again there. So I would say, get clear with that and also get clear. Every single human's going to exit their company. They are. Let me give you the ways they'll exit. Okay. Number one, they'll sell it. They'll exit. Uh, number two, they'll hand it down to a family member. Okay. And, and that's, that's another exit. Number three, you might decide to, you know, you're going to sell it or something. So you're going to, you're possibly going to sell it. You're possibly going to partner. You're possibly going to hand it down or you're going to die. You're going to exit your company. Most people are not intentional on what they want to do for the growth of their company. They don't, they don't know. I believe you should be, you should be doing today. Let me give you an identity thing here that I learned. I think this is pretty profound. Most people are building their identity as they're building their company. Identity mean how you act, how you behave, how you think, your patterns, your habits, all this. And so as you're growing a company, your identity is kind of morphing with it. Oh man, I have a $5 million company now, which is funny because most of these gurus out here that are trying to teach people, some of them never had a company. Some of them failed at companies. Some of them built a company to 5 million, which means, you know what? You're, you're, you're a good little fucking puppy dog in the world. Like you don't even know what it's like to get punched in the face over and over. When you grow after, I would say after you hit 30 million, you, you actually met tights, uh, Mike Tyson without knowing it because you've been punched in the back of the head, in the front of the head so many times, you know what to look for. Is that true yeah, or what? 100% true. Absolutely. Right? Right. So when, when these people are thinking about this stuff, you got to really think like, wait a minute. What if I evolve my identity past where I want to grow? So if I want to grow to 10 million, let me create the identity, which most people don't know how to do it. It's not like stepping up wearing a suit and all of a sudden you're Superman. It's not that stuff. Let me create the identity of a $30 million business owner. All the behaviors, habits, patterns, the way they think strategically, who they connect with, right? Then the company that wherever you're at will pull to your identity. But if you don't have that identity, see, they say you heard, let me tell you if you heard this before, you got me all cranked up today. Everybody <laughs> in your team got me all wind up now. You ever heard this stuff? Um, you become like the five people you're surrounded with. Yep. You heard this? Of course. Okay. The average, yep. Okay, it's bullshit. It's a lie. It's a lie. If you put me around five broke ass people, I don't become broke. They become wealthy and rich, right? Yep. Because- I have a track record of that. Everybody listening should grab a pen right now. You write it on your arm if you don't have paper. It's not who you hang around with. It's how you hang around with them. It's not who you hang around with. It's how you hang around with them. That's what I've learned by creating now decamillionaires, multimillionaires, changing more companies and creating legacy for people. And now what I do today, which is changing the humans so they don't have to suffer so they can build massive wealth is how do you hang around with people? That's going to change the game. SmartAC.com, SmartAC.com. If you haven't heard of it, you better find out. If you haven't implemented it, you better check it out. You have to get started doing something. 2024 is going to be an absolute battlefield. What are you doing differently than your competitors? You need to make sure that your memberships are sticky. SmartAC.com does that. Lifetime warranty, insurance savings, 
filter discounts, 24-7 monitoring that lets you know about problems before the homeowner might even know about the problem. Live tech chat, service providers, all of this with smartac.com. You've got to check it out now. Yeah, that's really good. So I uh, 100% believe that. Um, and, and because I've heard that you are the average of who you hang around with or even, um, you know, like, um, I do think that I, I like to be, I like to put myself in the situation where I'm sitting in a room with people who have done more than me, who are smarter than me. And so I can learn from them. Um, so people will say, Oh, I want to be the dumbest guy in the room. Um, I'm okay with that type of terminology. I'm okay with being in that position because I'm constantly learning, but I agree. If you put, you know, I'm not going to start to play down to somebody else's level if I don't feel like yeah. they're at mine because it's not how I'm wired. And I don't think it works the same either. So I, I'm in complete agreement with you yeah. on that. However, you want to be a different guy in the room, Chris. Here's just everybody listen to this. When you put one person on a pedestal higher than you, you put yourself on the floor. It means you diminish any value you have. Now, look, I met a lot of people really smarter than me, and, and they're good. They're better at a skill set in marketing, but I'm probably better at combat than them, right? Three decades later of learning how to turn a knife, turn a sword, break an arm, like I'm probably different than them. Right. When you look at yourself as just different, not better, not worse, now you're in a position of growth, right? This this world today has been so programmed, Chris. Um, oh, think positive. Think, hang on a second. There's no positive and no negative. It's the definition you give it. There's, there's no right and wrong. It's the definition that you give it. And if people could look at it through those eyes and go, because everybody wants to say, oh, well, you got to be more positive. I met a lot of positive idiots in my life. Very positive, but not very nice. Right. So if you could look at it through this new set of lenses, well, wait a minute, maybe Well, it was funny. I was just telling uh, I was a little spicy earlier today on a Zoom call with uh, some of my team, not about them, just the situation. And I said, hey, everybody, look, I'm mean and I'm also nice. Like I'm angry and I'm also kind. Like, don't try to make me I'm never going to be one side because if I'm one side, I'm out of balance. And I think the world tries to be like it's constantly sniffing Skittles and butterflies. Right. <laughs> no, it's OK to be both sides of this and don't put people on a pedestal. Learn from it. And look on Facebook. Oh, it drives me nuts. I'm like, OK, you should just go lick their toes. <laughs> like, don't 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 be. Don't admire me. Don't don't put me on a pedestal. Just look at me as a friend and go, you know what? He has skill sets. Because when I meet you, just like if you, Mike, the guy who used to clean our building, his name was Herman. He's with us for 10, 10 years, this old guy. He come in and clean. The team said he never cleaned anything really good at gold medal, but he cleaned. And he used to bring me zucchini. You know, one of these old timers, <laughs> they bring you the zucchini and the tomatoes. They're like, you wonder what he's putting on. It's like way too big. And I used to I used to have conversations with him and not say, oh, my God, he's a custodian. He used to give me stuff and say to me, Mike, why is seven o'clock? Why are you here? You got one life, your family. Make sure you pay attention. And, and he used to remind me and teach me things because I was open to learning from him. And if I would give this industry a gift. Those of you that have these big egos that you think you're done learning and you know who you are probably listening to it, like back off a little bit and maybe extend a hand to somebody and say, I get where you're at. 
And be careful with the information you're giving people today because, and I'm sure you see it, right? People are given information and I go, oh my God, okay. But when he hits 3 million, that piece of information is going to slice his throat, right? Because somebody who gave him the information is only a little above them. So they don't know the consequence in the future. And then they try to give insight without asking a question, right? Chris, like if you, if you on social media and say, Hey, how do I solve my slow season? And you go, oh, well, uh, this was just happening today. And one of them, well, you got it outbound. You got a direct mail. You got it. And I'm like, well, hang on a second. What size company are you? What do you do? When did it happen? What have you tried before? Like, I need to ask you 20 good questions. Like you go to a doctor and you're like, I don't feel good. Lay down. Let me cut your chest open. (laughs) What? (laughs) Come on. We didn't even explore questions. And everybody's so like, let me throw up information. I'm like, Come on, guys, let's ask a question here. Once we could peel back the onion, they go, okay, based on one guy in a truck that has no list, that that has crappy everything, he doesn't even know if his phone works half the time, you're going to tell him to outbound. Outbound who, when, where? You got to give him a different strategy, but nobody steps a minute and goes, hang on a second. Let's ask a few questions first, you know? Yeah, and, and it me nuts out there. Well, these guys. of course, and and um, you know, as I've taken more time over the past, say even three years, of just focusing on um, me and my own growth. Um, yeah. Besides the business, I recognize more of these things, um, yeah. and so I will say this. Though I also think that um, I do think that over the last two years specifically that the willingness of people like that are, have been, you know, players, um, to help others has certainly increased. Um, so I would agree a hundred percent that it's increased out there with, you know, what's increased the awareness that people in the industry don't have to suffer no more. Yeah. That's important. That's good. If people listen into this, Chris, just go, you know what? Suffering is a choice. And, and that, Look, if I could do it, and a lot of the people that did do it, I mean, big, I mean, some of them that recently just did it. I mean, I'm impressed with them. I mean, it's amazing. Some guys are doing it over and over again. The fact is, if they can do it and I can do it, one guy in a truck can do it. And I think that that hope is what helps people make a decision one day that they no longer want to let their family down, you know? Yeah, bingo hope. I think that's the key word. Um, you know, that is so important. And as long as you have that, there's an answer, there's an option, there's a way, um, you know, to continue to move yourself or your business or your family or whatever it is for it, all of it should be, you know, comes together. So I want to piggyback off of that then and just talk about, you know, since we've kind of went through all this, clearly you've had a lot of of great success and, and a lot of great impact, um, guaranteed, you know, it, and I know it, there's for sure quite a few people that are listening to this podcast right now that you've specifically helped. And that's got to be an amazing feeling, right? Like, because I know that's a driver for you is exactly that. But what are like, maybe share with our listeners, what are some of the biggest things that you've learned creating, you know, and selling these big eight figure companies in the last five years? Like, is there some monumental things where you're like, Hey, regardless of size or like just anything in general, what are the biggest things that you think that you've learned in, in, in this, in these processes? Yeah, I'll peel it back to the human behavior part, like really knowing what you want life to feel like and not feel like. 
really knowing a timeline, really knowing what your family wants. You know, I never expected when I sold gold medal, um, my kids. So that was 2017. My son's going to be 23. My daughter's 20. So when I go back, I'm thinking everyone's going to celebrate. And Chris, I didn't realize the identity that it was part of my children. It became their identity. They're like, what do you mean you sold it? Because when I hear majority men, because this is a majority men industry, but right. women too. When I hear people say to me like, oh, my wife's mad. I don't spend enough time at home. I said, wait a second. You're, why is your, my son used to come on the jobs with me. I, I he used to come, my wife used to bring him when he was little and bring me soup when I was still roughing electrical in the houses. Like I let my family see my world. I didn't separate the world from them. I'm included. Now my daughter, she's 20. She runs her own, uh, since she's 17, runs her own virtual yoga, yoga. business. Yep. My son um, has been, since he's 17, running his own virtual martial arts, in-person martial arts, combat business. Like, And that's all from seeing the model. So one, really know what your life is, what you want it to be, and how soon you want it to get to that desire. So that's number one. Number two, I'm a big believer, and nobody nobody tells you this, Chris. Uh, brokers don't tell you this. PE firms don't tell you that. No one talks about this. But I learned it after the first one was they have this thing that's called the pitch book. Okay, a pitch book. Everybody is is a book that's going to get put together, and someday you're going to go to market or you're going to go to someone to sell a company. And when you go to sell the company, they're going to look through this pitch book and go, okay, worthy of buying or worthy of not buying. And what I found out is that because I'm a energy person, mm -hmm. most people don't know, like I'm a believer in what I think about, I create, and maybe some other people will start to think about this too. So I started to say, well, wait a second. What if I build this pitch book? with no intentions of when to sell, but I knew exactly what this had to be, how it has to be put together, what has to be in it, how it has to feel, what's the opportunity for the future. I mean, at Gold Medal, we did plumbing, heating, cooling, electric, drain cleaning. We did over a million dollars in uh, water filtration, a million dollars in indoor air quality. We did a million dollars in one day bathroom solutions. So when we had this pitch book built and we went out there and said, hey, look at this, but look what this could be in this book. I believe that when you build it, it creates itself. And so if, any, if anybody listening, and I don't care if you're a one truck company, I don't care if you're just starting out and have no company. If I could rewind time, and this is another one of those things, Chris, I just asked it on social media. I said, if you could rewind time, what would you change? And the programmed answer for everybody is, Nothing. I think that's bullshit. If I could rewind time, huh, I I could have dealt without a million dollar lawsuit. That would have felt pretty good. Like I wouldn't have mind that. Yeah, that created mo motivation. I was already motivated, man. I didn't need that. I didn't need that. That was motivation with stress versus motivation without stress and pressure. So if you could rewind time, this is one of the things I would do the minute I was going to start uh, a company. The second thing I'll tell you is this, I'm a, I'm a movement person. I believe in creating a movement out of everything you do because a movement is bigger than you. And when you look at, at Gold Medal, I had 200 employees. I fought for their livelihood 
every single day, every day I fought for their livelihood. The movement was to create an environment, to create a world in New Jersey where it was safer. I wanted to be a household name, not because I was going to get paid, because look, the reality is anybody here that's successful, I mean, I've been debt free, me and my wife, since we're 28 years old. I'm level 51. I haven't had a mortgage for all the time. If you go back at that time when I was 28, I was already making 150000 a year. Even by today's standards, that's tremendous. And that was in 28. That was with knowing not how to do nothing, just work really hard, right? If you create a movement, the movement is I wanted not a household name. I wanted people to no longer burn to death in their homes. I wanted them to no longer old people suffer with no heat. I know a lot of people just do it. It's I always say there there's so many people, Chris, today that are looking at sales as a one time transaction. Oh, I sold 30 grand today. I'm like, okay. I wanted lifetime. I wanted to serve people for a lifetime. I wanted generations to help them. Same thing with CEO Warrior. I didn't want to change one person. When I created the movement of Warrior, it was to create the movement of changing the service industry to remove suffering from this space. I'm pissed off. You know, they talk about this segregation stuff. You know, the biggest segregation in the world has been white collar, blue collar. Why is nobody saying anything about this thing? Why not humans that are working hard to improve their life? Why is there going to be white collar, blue collar here? But what I wanted to step in was was change that, change the whole thinking about that. So, and also bring in a new sense of respect for the tradespeople that that I still don't think get enough respect. I think they're still looked down upon. I don't think people look at electricians and plumbers and HVAC guys on a high, they're like, oh, I got to call the plumber. I'm like, no, you're calling a knight in shining fucking armor <laughs> to come to your house. You're calling a guy who's going to touch your crap, climb in your crawl space. And without him, you got to go crap in a hole. And this winds me up because I still don't think the industry is respected at the level. And if everybody listening and just considers one thing, next time you go to talk about another person in the trade and badmouth this person, oh, look what they did. Ask yourself, who are you really hurting? You know who you're hurting? The industry as a whole. When I used to, Chris, when I used to, um, my guys would come back and go, someone's hanging paddle fans in a ceiling for $75. I didn't talk about them. I called the guy up and I said, listen, I'm like $400. You're 75. So do me a favor. When you go to the job, just ask if I gave a price first and three times your price. So you make more money. Okay. Everybody wins and I don't care if I get the job or not, but but let me help you understand why you're hurting your children's college fund, why you're hurting the industry, why you're why you're hurting yourself. You don't even know it. And and I would I didn't know who they were. Not every now and then, you know, it flipped me the finger (laughs) through the phone and stuff. It's okay. I mean, that's why I trained in martial arts. So God forbid they come to attack me or something. But. At least I did my part. I didn't, I wasn't threatening to him. I said, Hey, you know me, I'm a bigger, can I help you? Can I just help you? When I started CEO warrior, I started training nine companies in New Jersey, exactly what I was doing. And I told them, please grow bigger than me, grow faster than me. I'm going to give you everything I know. Like I want you to grow so fast, so big, because one, it will just motivate me to keep moving forward. 
And, and most people fear that today. I didn't fear that. Like, do it, man. Do it. Let's all do it together. So I, I love that. I remember you told me that story early on about how it like came to be in the first place and like, and how, where, the, I mean, I know, I remember part of what started it too, which that story is, is fantastic too, but I can't remember if we shared that in the other episode or not, but I loved seeing and hearing those stories about how those things actually started happening. Um, I, yeah. The biggest takeaway I just, I just got from that, Mike was, um, you said create a movement. And, and to me, what that makes me think of is, is, is it's the purpose. So it's the purpose beyond the business itself. It's a purpose beyond the transaction itself. It's got to be yeah. bigger. Um, I was just, I just was in um, LA this, this past week. I'm not sure when this, er, this episodes, but today is April 27th, but I was at the service Titans Pantheon event and I was listening to a gentleman by the name of Simon Sinek um, talk and, uh, and he was talking about the infinite game and the infinite game is this, like, uh, we talk about, well, you're the best or I'm the best. And he's like, compared to what, like, how do you know you're legit the best? Like, is there some metric that says you are officially the best or some scoreboard says you're officially the best? No, there's not. So, and it, it is, uh, so, okay. I guess I was just reminded this is June 28th. So, Hey, we're in the middle of summer. You're busy as shit. So hopefully you don't listen to this. You're listening to this in the truck ride. But anyhow, infinite game is what I was thinking about. And, and it brought me back to purpose, purpose being more than transactional is, and in, in for you, the purpose is this creating a, a, a movement and, yeah. and that's what you've done and you're doing it again. So I think yeah. like, this is a, this is a really good, um, segue into actually, let me address one quick thing before I segue, because uh, you're creating a new movement or you're involved in more of a new movement too. But I want to just recognize this. You talked about like visualization. I'm such a big fan of, of visualizing things. And what's interesting is that even when I was younger, um, even as a kid it, being in wrestling or in sports, I would visualize my matches before I had them. So that way I get, could get the feeling of winning that match before it ever happened. So I could use that to pull from because yeah. I would get so caught up in looking at rankings and this kid's ranked, you know, third in the state and I got to wrestle him. Yeah. Um, and then, but no, I thought, well, I'm going to work through it, you know, visualize how I'm going to go through first period, second period, third period, you know, how I'm going to win this match. And then that's what I thought was going to happen. Now, maybe it's because I've, I'm naive or whatever, but it pulled me through everything. And even with this business, you know, I, yeah. how I've had to understand, um, how to visualize more realistically for me to, I don't know if I'm explaining that right, but meaning like if somebody is a $5 million company and wants to be a $50 million shop, go see a $50 million shop. So you got an idea of how to really visualize that to see what it actually looks like to be yeah. a $50 million shop. But I'm a big believer in vision and in, Part of what started me down that path was, do you remember like um, when The Secret came out, that, that the movie The yeah. Secret, which is kind of you are what you think you are type of stuff, you know, law of attraction, that type of stuff. Yeah. I believe in a lot of that. I think it certainly is because I think it's also a driver, but visualization is huge. And it might seem silly to you listening, on, you know, to sit in your truck and like think through stuff or just visualize it. I'm telling you, that's what some of the most successful people are, are doing and doing exceptionally well is, is yeah. stopping for a minute and visualizing not for where you're at, but where, for where you're headed as if you're already, as if you're already there. Love yeah. that about we did you, it. man. Look, we did it in, we did it in gold medal. I learned it from a guy, Cameron Harold, super smart guy. And he talked about, I think it was painted vision back then today. I think he calls it vivid vision. 
And I built that gold medal was going to be a $40 million company by 2020. Well, we did 32 million in 2017 when I sold and we were tracking for way more. Now they've grown it in New Jersey alone. I don't know what they're doing. Three, 400 million. I mean, they grew it into an empire. Let me stack something back for you on, on purpose. Once you have a purpose, everybody, you'll, that purpose will generate a passion, right? The passion will generate power inside of you, human power. Like a lot of people look at me and they're like, ah, this guy's got to be jacked up on Red Bull or something. And I'm not telling it to judge anybody or anything, but like, you know, I, I haven't drank caffeine. I never did coffee, but I did caffeine iced tea. I haven't done caffeine in 12 years. I haven't done gluten in 12 years. I never did alcohol my whole life. I never did drugs my entire life. People go, wow, why? Well, because one, I was in a survival mode as a young kid. So it's like, if you're going to, if you're going to win, you better not be all jacked up in, in your mind. Right. And the other thing is this world got you confused. Like you should work less like this four hour work week type thing. And like every now and then I come across with someone that says, oh, yeah, I only work like four hours a week. And I'm like, we got to stop that. How how bad is your life that that you hate that so much? You only want to do it four hours. See, when you love what you're doing so much and you have that that purpose, passion and power, you'll literally be doing it Saturday and Sunday. Like I'm going to do a, a webinar tonight on reducing stress. It's seven o'clock at night, <laughs> Saturday afternoon. I might be doing another free webinar. It's not work to me because it's part of the movement of shifting humanity. The other thing is people have to understand, along with visualization, the power of words. Words are, if you looked at words as like the term spelling, if you looked at words as actually it's creating a spell on something, let me give you the easiest example. Have you ever tried to lose weight uh, before, Chris? Like most people, right? Uh, Yeah. Try to lose 10 pounds, 10 pounds. And then all of a sudden you wake up one morning, your brain goes like this. Uh, hang on, bitch. You, you, you mean you lost 10 pounds? Oh, I don't want to let you down. Let me find it and, and double it for you. So I don't let you down <laughs> because the word lose says brain find versus release. The brain says go away. And that's a simple example of the power of words. Let's look at something else that most people, a lot of people that want money, Chris, they don't even realize how sabotaged they are from money as a kid. When they were a kid and they were walking down the street, and I guarantee for most people listening to this, it happened. Maybe if there's a button or push or post somewhere, you picked up a quarter or something and you said to your mom or dad, oh my God, I found... Dad, is this a quarter? And your mom says, oh, that's great. Congratulations. Now go wash your hands because money is dirty. dirty. Now you think because you're 30, 40 years old and have a business, you think that that moment in time disappeared. No, no, no. That moment in time is still in your mind. And how do I know it? Because you probably had children. They probably counted dollars from their birthday. And you as a parent said, Go wash your hands. Money is dirty. And what I found out, Chris, is sometimes a simple reframing of the thought process about money is dirty and getting rid of that. You literally have to go back in time and reframe this. All of a sudden, a company goes from struggling to growing and they go, well, I don't understand what I did. Well, what do you mean? We changed the thought, the thought programming of your life. That thing was given to you as a kid, and most people struggle with money their whole life. Why is there only like 
you know, 1% of the, of the wealthiest own the majority of, you know, wealth in the world, maybe less than that is because of these things. So if people can start to think, well, wait, what I say, and I learned this the hard way. Here's how I learned it. When I was growing my service company, I said, there's no great people. It's hard to find people. They're all on drugs. They're all going to break my shit. They're all going to crash my truck. Now you think for one minute, Chris, my brain goes, hang on a minute, Mike, you're wrong. There's lots of good people. No, <laughs> the brain created the reality. So I paid, look, I, I spent like over 2.7 million on coaching, just like I'm sure you spent a lot over the years. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Jay Abraham right. was my one-on-one -on -one coach for three and a half years. You know, he's, you yeah, know, you right. don't get him for $5, right? <laughs> and one of my mentors said to me, wait a second, what do you mean you can't hire? They're all broken. No one's out there. What about this? There's people everywhere. Great people. I just don't see them right now. Listen, God's truth, whatever God you believe in. Two hours later, I get a call. This is this is decades ago. And a guy goes, hey, are you looking for an electrician? And I hire a guy. Within moments later of changing the way of what I said to people. And listen, everybody here, I bet they go to a supply house. The minute they bump into a buddy, they go, how's things going? Uh, and this phrase freaks me out, Chris. When someone says this, so if any of you meet me someday, say this to me, it'll freak me out. <laughs> living the dream. I'm like, I will throat chop you. <laughs> Do you even understand what you're doing? You're taking living a dream and, and making the, the, the energy of that horrible and miserable. And I mean, I used to do it too. everybody. One time we were driving and I was with my wife and my son when he was little. And then, you know, I had these people, especially in Jersey, you, you drive <laughs> in Jersey, you know what danger is like. Right. And I said, look at this genius. And my wife says, good job. You just made our son think the word genius means idiot. And I was like, holy shit. The power of what you say and how it frames things. Some of you listening to this, just listening to your language and reframing that will change the trajectory of your life forever with your relationships, with your health, with your wealth, with your community, Especially today, everybody can't wait to get together and bitch about everything that's broken. <laughs> hey, crazy! I have to say, um, I'm guilty of saying living the dream, and you've just made me I know, rethink stop that. that. <laughs> I'm throat chopping you next time we're around. That's it. I next time, it's going to be worse than the ice pool in December. Damn it! And you know what I think it is? Look for sharks in that damn thing. Next time. <laughs> you, I think it's just well. Literally now you that you think it. about it, does it does it make sense what I'm saying? A hundred percent makes sense. Just like you saying, look at this genius. And and yeah, I it actually all makes sense. I think it's just being mindful of what you're saying and like really thinking about not just saying something to say it, but actually being mindful yeah. about the words that you're using is what you're saying. So you're getting me is thinking it, is about it, it. Here's what they should say, Chris: Is what I just said creating what I want? or destroying something else. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Is what I just said, creating exactly what I desire or destroying what I desire. If they just put it through those two filters, it, it, it could change things for them. Just thinking about that. Just think, just think a minute. Look, in order for anything to grow, okay. In order for anything to grow, this happened for you too. I watched over the years. I'm super proud of you of what you Thank built you, over man. the years. Like Thanks. I knew you before you even, when you were trying to just figure out you, <laughs> right? Otherwise you wouldn't, like you found a part of you in the ice water, right? That's the part. When people come into my world, I just want them to find who they've been searching for for decades, right? And, 
And when when you look into this this world of um, people that are don't even know, like they don't even know themselves. It's just a matter of, well, let's find you. Let's find like, who are you at the core versus look, look at people today. I, I watch adults get around their parents and turn 10 years old again. Did you ever see that? I bet, I bet your, your wife or something like when you're, when she's around her mom or, or dad, she turns into a 10 year old again, doesn't know how to act. Got to make sure everything's clean. Uh, they say, do this. They still act like you're 10 years old. And I sit there and I always make a joke when I ask people if they're tattooed and a lot of people say, no, I'm like, you know, you're not like, your, your mom's not in control of you anymore. Right. Cause they're like, Oh, my mom would kill me. I'm like, you're 50, man. You're 50. <laughs> like, go. If you want a tattoo, like your mom will get over it. Okay. You're 50. You're 50. Now it's so fascinating when you, when you step back and just look at this stuff and say to yourself, hang on a minute, does it really have to be that difficult if we evolve ourselves? It's the number, the last two years I've really studied this. I really studied it and said, what is keeping people stuck? And when you look at it, they pay so much attention to things, but not themselves. Your life, it, write this down, everybody. Your life is a direct reflection of you. That's it. It is a mirror reflection. Everything in your life is a mirror reflection of you. And in order for anything to grow, something else must die. A thought must die. So when you're at a point and you're saying, hey, I'm going to now grow this company, you had to kill a thought inside your mind that you're not worthy, you're not smart enough, you don't have connections, you don't have the right people. You have to kill that thought for other things to live. And the other thing is everybody knows this phrase, Chris, like if you're not growing, you're dying. You're dying. In today's world, you're not growing. You're already dead and you didn't realize it yet. You didn't realize it yet because we're evolving at a rate of speed. I said this to someone. I'm wondering, you think about this when we're done with this. If uh, what is that theory called? Like technology uh, doubles itself every 18 months. What is that law? It's like Moore's law or something, right? Was that Moore's that, law? I think it might be more something like that, but the technology doubles itself every 18 months. Yeah, it's more as well. You're okay. right. All right. Now, your brain is the most unknown, the most advanced technical computer system on the planet. Why are you not evolving every 18 months? You know why? Because you're in an environment that doesn't allow it to evolve. You've been told that it can't evolve. You've been, you've been told there's more but you don't know how to tap into more. So if, if we build the system, our brain, I mean, come on, stay with me here. If our brain builds a system that doubles 18 months, then rightfully that would mean our brain could double every 18 months. And if you go back 18 months from now in your own life and you look at your life today, I bet a lot of you, your thinking processes have advanced double. And if you go back three years, I learned there's a... There's a three-year cycle, man. Anybody on here, if you have a 13-year-old daughter and now she's 16, come on. What kind of evolution happened? If you have a 16-year-old, 19, come on. There's an, there's an advancement that happens here. But nobody steps back to try to understand it. Because, look, if we made the world 
if we made people so empowered to produce greater results every day, you know, people would fear that. But I'm just telling all of you, get yourself to evolve faster. Every Everything in your check. Look, legacy is what everybody wants, Chris. They don't even know it yet. When you hit 40, when you hit 40, now how old are you going to be in a couple of weeks? 42? Uh, 43. Okay, you're going to be 43. You already, I guarantee before you hit 40, you already were evolving and thinking about legacy. I guarantee it. Because legacy is a natural state of growth when you start saying, hang on a minute. When I'm gone, what do I want? And the first thing people go is, I want my family safe, right? If I disappear, I want my family safe. I want them to have money. Okay, so that's the first thing. Then the second part of legacy, you go, well, wait a second. When I'm gone someday, I want there something to outlive me. I want their knowledge, wisdom. I want to know. I want to know something keeps going. And that is when, when you're already feeling that pull to legacy, your job is to say, what steps do I have to do to get to that legacy quicker? Now, do you want me to twist you up a little bit right now? You ready for it? Let's go. Okay. All right. Let's twist it up for a bit. Most people, they're thinking 10 years from now. What do I want in my company 10 years from now? Some people, if you're brave enough, you're thinking, what do I want life to look like 100 years from now? Now, a lot of listeners went, I'm dead, right? <laughs> okay, well, I guess you're dead. I'm, I'm going to shoot for 140. You're dead. <laughs> it's okay. I'll let you know how this works out, right? But what about this? What about if we looked at it and our, our vision that you're creating, what if we built it for 1,000 years, Chris, 1,000 years from now? Now, wait a minute. Do you know that there's companies in Japan that are over a thousand years old? So you say to yourself, hang on a minute. If you look it up, there's there's companies in Japan over multiple over thousand years old. And what we were impressed with Macy's and Sears Roba. So what if you said this today? What if you just and some of you, you just you, you, you probably mind smoking now and it's OK. Pull over, get some ice on. It's fine. <laughs> But what about if you said this one, this one time together, listening to me and you, Chris, together, how could this impact a thousand years from now that if we tracked back, we would say, holy crap, look at all the impact. Like this one thing, how many listeners will listen to this, you think? 500, 1,000, 5,000? Oh, we'll be in the 10,000s. We'll be in the 10,000s. Okay, 10,000. You know the butterfly effect, right? Butterfly flaps its wings in the middle of the ocean. It starts a tsunami. So now we've created an impact of 10,000 people that impacts a thousand years from now. That's what I want people to start thinking. Now, why? Because when we expand a balloon to the point, now some people, they, their brains are on the windshield. I'm sorry about that. Pull over, right? But when you expand the balloon and it doesn't pop, it comes back and it's bigger. And then you blow it up again, doesn't pop, it comes back, it's bigger. That's all we're doing here is we're stretching the capacity of their thinking. So when it comes back, they run completely different. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, everybody's like right now trying to just figure out if they can really understand what you just said. So when you go back and yeah, listen to okay. it again, you'll, you'll figure it out. Yeah, they'll um, get it a decade from now. It's okay. <laughs> Eventually they'll get it. <laughs> well, I want to do this because I think we're, what are we about an hour or so in something like that? Um, I do want to make sure to, well, first off sharing that I always love talking to you because you go so deep on things um, that you always get my brain thinking and working. So I'm, I'm genuinely interested in the things that you say, because I'm constantly trying to find ways to improve myself. 
And so thank you for sharing those things for me. I get to be the recipient of that talking to you while so does everybody else listening. So I, I, it's, like I said, you could, you could do this without me. Like you could actually take this episode and just run with it. And I could be, I could just be the innocent bystander who receives the information that you're giving. Next um, time we'll do that. Just tell your team to bring me on and I'll just, I'll done. take care of it. It's, for it's you. We'll just handle it. It's going to be, but I love hanging with you. So no, I'm man, glad you're here for sure. So thank you. Um, this will be the Mike a takeover. <laughs> well, I do want to do a quick transition before we go too, because you know, you talk yeah. about this creating a movement thing and, and that's what you're doing now too with, um, and, I, and I guess I'm saying you're right. Is it Food Dog Group? Am I saying it the right way? What's the, yeah, I know, it's Food Dog Group. So I know there's yeah, a meaning and, and behind this. People, what is it? I know there's, there's got to be a meaning behind this Food Dog thing that I'm yeah. not, I don't know of. So what is it? Yeah. So a Food Dog is, if you've ever seen these Imperial Lion Dogs, normally they're outside of like Emperor Castles. They're the big lions. There's actually a male and a female. They're very intense. And the reason why we picked food dogs was one, they're intense, two, they're mythical. And I think humans are mythical, right? We don't know where the beginning and end of time is. You don't even know your full potential. And the other thing is there's a, a, a male and a female, the masculine and feminine, which everybody has a balance of both. So there was a lot of meaning uh, behind that because what we wanted to do was balance out their life. Because remember that, look, there's no life business balance. There's life and business is one aspect of it. So that's why we build the Food Dog Group. Um, you go to foo, F-U-D-O-G group.com, fooddoggroup.com. You'll end up on our website. We do some, look, we do everything about life. So we do a training called uh, Unlocking the Wealth Code to help people really understand prosperity, abundance uh, on a whole new level from what I learned. We got another one called One Life, which is how do we really build a life by design instead of by default? We have another training that's called Change the Channel, which is how do we flip your identity in all 10 areas of your life, pretty much create you into a superhuman so that your identity could take you and so many more trainings. And the cool thing about this, Chris, that has me and my wife and our team so passionate is that this is a place where you can come with your wife, with your kids, with your college kids, and we can help them think different about their future. And that's what that's what is so important. CEO Warriors, amazing. If you need business stuff, check them out. If you need to get your life so the wheels don't fall off your bus. And look, a lot of people listening, probably they sold their company and they're confused and lost. They're going to sell their company. They're confused and lost. Or they're growing a company and they're confused and lost. <laughs> and their wife is saying, I don't get you. They keep growing, right? They keep growing, learning stuff, but their wife can't relate. And I wanted an environment where we could keep people married. We could keep them healthy. We could keep them alive. And they could get to freedom on a whole new level than they ever imagined. So they could be the model for their kids. So and, if so anybody, and I'm not selling anybody. If, if you're interested, just come check us out and, and find me on Find me on Facebook. Let's not make this a drive-by, right? This isn't a drive-by. Like I've been here before, hit me up. And if I could help anybody that's having dark days, like hit me up. I'm a good friend with no judgments. Yep. I, yep. I, I I agree. And and I would encourage the same thing. I mean, I think that uh, if you haven't, I mean, the first 50 minutes of this podcast is my kind of talking about what he's done, how he's grown things, um, like how he's used the power of, uh, you know, mind growth versus mindset and like the energy and laws of attraction and things like that. And, and, and ultimately helping people. And so reach out. That's what he, he loves to do this type of stuff. So 
you know, all you going and talking and asking questions, I promise you there's no stupid question. Mike might give you a different way to frame it. Um, but there's no stupid questions. So take advantage of those things too. You, did you say, um, cause you, you, I didn't realize uh, having looked through the, the site, which I saw you and Jennifer on there. Um, but there is a, uh, you mentioned your college kids. Is is there a certain like age group that you would maybe refrain from if you're gonna if you want to get your, your your children involved in it? Look, I would say from an age if it's a mature sixteen year old and up, it's gonna. We have a we have a bunch of seventeen year olds right now that are actually creating businesses that are on there. And look, the whole point is if all of us could rewind time, what would you do different? You would hope that you could give knowledge you have today to your kids earlier than you having it, right? That's what's going to change the world. And uh, my kids are on it at different times. My son works with us on different things. So they get the perspective of all different generations there, which is is so important. Don't let, don't, and, and Chris, I want to say it one more time, but everybody who knows me knows I don't have to say this. This is so great that you're doing it for people. And what people don't realize with podcasts and stuff like this takes effort. This takes energy. Okay. And, and Chris, at his point, like uh, you don't have to be doing this at this stage in your life. Like you don't have to be on shows interviewing people. And so everybody listening, you should just send Chris out of like, because like how, how honored you are that he's still doing it. Cause I'm honored to be here because you didn't have to have me on and you're playing a part. Yeah. You're in the service industry a lot, but what you're doing is playing a part in helping solve suffering too. So I'm, I'm really honored just to be here with you Mike, and, and to be friends with you, man. Yeah, yeah, man. I appreciate that very much. And likewise, you know, and that is it. And it's because it, does it take a lot of effort? Yeah. I mean, it, it does take a lot of effort and is there a lot of yeah. studying that has to go on before it? Yeah. There's so much behind the scenes. I mean, there's, you know, two gentlemen sitting in here right now. They're a part of this podcast. I've spent time and money and effort on it, but because the purpose is so much greater than that, the purpose is yeah. this drive to give back to the industry that I love. And while I'm yeah. able-bodied um, and have the opportunity and the influence, why would I not use that to push, you know, to push yeah. good and to bring on guys like, you know, I'd, the volume of people, Mike, that reach out to us to be guests on this show is staggering. It's just that it's the wrong intention. And, you know, and, yeah. and so for me, I have an obligation to bring on, you know, for our listeners, on behalf of our listeners, people that I genuinely believe can give them the opportunity to break through whatever it is and scale either one, their personal lives or their professional lives or God willing, yeah. both simultaneously. So, yeah. so I'm equally as grateful to have you on and give us, you know, an hour of your time to do this stuff too. And, and um, it's always good catching up with you, man. I'm grateful for our friendship. I'm grateful for your time. And I'm always grateful for the, the insight that you give me, man. It's almost like, man, when I was talking to Jim about potentially hiring him as a, as a, a coach, I know what you put into that and what it goes into that. And that is no small task uh, financially or, you know, just from a time perspective, there's a lot that goes into that, but that's something I never even would have went down that path if it, if it wasn't for my time with you, man. So thank you on, on, on pushing me to think bigger and, uh, and deeper. Awesome. So, so, um, I w I want to leave with this. Ironically, you start talking about it. So I started seeing some of, um, I started seeing Zach and Ryan behind the camera here in the microphone smiling. Um, cause this is something the last like, question I want to ask you and you start talking about it, but I want to finish with this and, and I almost feel like I can answer this for you. But the last question I want to ask you, Mike is what do you want your legacy to be? Oh yeah. Well, let me get to the point. Um, <laughs> I, I, I want my, 
Yeah, yeah. I want my legacy to be that I played a part in shifting humanity to think completely different than the programmed way that they've been thinking. And I know I'm already, um, our focus right now is to impact a million people or more in a decade or less in a hundred countries or more, which I feel like this is helping that. And, you know, before I close my eyes someday and conscious moves to another level, I want to know that I help shift and everybody started to live a life that has less stress, less anxiety, less depression, less suicide, suffering and addiction. I do that. Well, I should say I am doing that. Um, It's going to be a great legacy to leave. And I'll make sure there's people taking over that legacy when I'm done. So it goes way beyond a thousand years. I love it, man. Well, yeah. And I would say for sure, like obviously that's, that's already in motion. So kudos to you, man. Like, and you, and you're only level 51. <laughs> That's it, man. I got a long way to go. You got a long way to go. Well, before I close with our, with our, um, uh, a review again, I appreciate you, man. Like I genuinely appreciate you. I'm trying to, I'm looking at you in the eyes through the camera, which is not really through the eyes, but you know what I'm talking about <laughs> to say, you know, yeah. meaningfully appreciate you and what you've done for the, the industry. Uh, I'm grateful. And I appreciate every single human in the industry and every human that's trying to improve themselves along with you. So great job, everybody. Awesome. So listeners take them up on the offer. Many asked you to, you know, to connect with them, reach out to them, and, you know, and just kind of see what it's about. And, and there's like no, there's no harm in just reaching out and asking and seeing what it's about and seeing if it's a fit for you or, or even just understanding that, is it a fit for you? Are you even, you know, you, what I love about Mike is he challenges you to really think, um, to really think about the things that you say, like I would say intention or intentional is probably a, a good word um, about what you're saying, what you're thinking, what you believe in yourself, what you, who you believe you are, like all these things that we might say passively that actually really matter. So, and Chris, I got a, I got a free, a, a brand new book I wrote. I forgot to tell you called mind power. If you want to, I'll, I'll gift it to anybody that wants it. I'll give you a link after this. It's, it's this, it's brand new. I just wrote it called mind power and um, yeah, it will really help evolve people. So for your listeners, I'd love to do that uh, for them. Yeah, 100%. So what we'll do is we'll uh, thank you for that, for offering that at mind power. What we'll do is we'll share the link for that book. If that's cool, if you got one of those we can use yeah. for them to do. Okay, perfect. So yep. just make sure you get that um, to us afterwards and we'll make sure we get it. We attach it to everybody. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. I appreciate it. looks like it was a, no it looks like it was a good, easy Cristiano read too. So the book was thin enough that I could get through it. Uh, yes. <laughs> but again, I appreciate you, Mike Gay. Um, and again, listeners, listen, if he's going to give you, give you a book. I mean, it's an easy read. Take it, read it, but you'll learn something, highlight some things. Um, I'm ADHD. So it looks like it was one I could read. I have to highlight as I read because my brain will wander and I got to go back and reference things. Um, if you struggle, I'll read it to you. One thank day, you. Okay? I appreciate that. Is there pictures in there? <laughs> Are there pictures in it? <laughs> okay. I'm going to finish with this one. I guess you probably know who this guy is, Mike, but, um, or this company is. So this one is from, uh, from March 30th, 2022 Patriot P 22, whoever that is. Thank you so much. Five stars Parker and sons episodes. This is with Paul Kelly. Um, thank you, Rhino and Mr. Paul Kelly for the info and the book. Um, I know there's something in that book. Um, I know there's something in that book. We'll take the team and I to the next step. So, um, same thing to those listening guaranteed. If you have a pulse 
and you can hear this episode, you took something away of value that can move yourself forward personally or professionally. And what I love to be able to do, like, like I just read from this, this particular review is to get reviews about the guests that are on and share it with them. So I got the luxury of being able to share um, this particular uh, review and a few others with Paul Kelly from that episode. So those guys are grateful that you have it and Mike would be as well. So please, if you're going to leave a review um, and Mike was my guest, mention that. I'd love to share that with them. I know Mike would like to see it too. So continue to listen, obviously continue to share this podcast. Um, that's how we kind of, to Mike's point, try to get this as many countries as possible. I can't remember how many we're in right now, but it's a bunch. Um, I know the top three are United States, United States, Canada, and Australia. And now we're dabbling in the UK quite a bit, which is nice. Um, in Ireland, but, uh, regardless, I love reading reviews. That's what kind of fulfills me. So, um, if you'd keep doing that, I'd really appreciate it again, Mike, I appreciate you. And to our listeners, you don't got to do everything, but you got to do something. No zero days. Listeners. Thank you so much again for listening to this podcast week after week. We are extremely grateful. Again, the whole purpose of this podcast is to give back to the home services industry that we love so much, whether you're a rhino or not. We really, really appreciate all the subscribers. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please go in and subscribe and you'll get all the episodes sent to you automatically weekly. Also, we have really enjoyed your feedback. Uh, it's so meaningful for us when we get to read the nice comments that you guys put. So keep doing that. And if you don't know how to do it, here's what you got to do. You search for To The Point Home Services on Apple Podcasts. You click on our profile, scroll all the way down to the bottom and hit write a review. And be honest and share your story and how the podcast has impacted you and your business. Thanks again from the bottom of our hearts at To The Point Home Services Podcast. We appreciate you.